Okay, hi. Hi. <laughs> My name is Susano. I hope you're doing well. Um, so, I guess this is the first episode episode of my podcast um and i've already tried to record this podcast before but my mic like completely bailed on me and i was in the midst of like thinking oh, okay well like i want to start a new podcast let's get a new mic but i was like nah because <laughs> i feel like it's not authentic like you know this is me broken microphone um and just me talking in my broken microphone so yeah I'm, i apologize if the audio is a little bit weird or if it cuts out and um or if you're like the only guy listening to me or the only girl i don't discriminate but yeah um so today maybe i should start by introducing who i am okay well hi my name is Susanna. i come from a nepalese background and household i am an immigrant child I wasn't was wasn't child immigrant whatever i i'm an immigrant to australia i live in australia sydney australia we love australia let's go um and now i am a uh, third year software uni student but I've, i don't really count i don't really count myself as a third year because i changed my major like halfway through last year so if anything i'm probably like a half year software engineering student um and i wanted to make this podcast because just because i have no other reason i just wanted to do it so let's get started um today i think it's going to be more of a just chat because i'm not like i before i even continue with anything i can only speak about what i've dealt with and i am not a professional so when i do speak about mental health it's just purely about my own and my own experiences and how i dealt with it it's advice but it's not medical advice or yeah it's not medical advice so if you do feel like you're struggling or anyone you know is struggling i would recommend please seeking out therapy or counseling okay with that out of the way i'm going to introduce my first episode in talking about why or sort of how i guess being a perfectionist has failed me so um i just want to share my experience about why trying to be like a, the perfect i guess perfect is the wrong actually it might be the right word but just trying to be the model the model daughter of an asian household has failed me and not in the sense that i don't believe i've accomplished nothing because i have but i feel like it's taken more of a toll on what it, like more than more of a toll on me than what it should have um so today i just want to explore about a little bit more about why perfectionism is a thing why it like happens to us and basically like probably how we can overcome it and some of the things that i've tried and some other people have tried the counseling center at the university of illinois will describe perfectionism as quote a set of self-defeating thoughts and behaviors aimed at reaching excessively high unrealistic goals unquote so basically to clarify what this means it relates to our personal kind of want for whatever that we are working on in our lives to be to meet our high standards 
and when it doesn't meet this high unrealistic standard we tend to be more disappointment we tend to present ourselves and then there's a lack of motivation that follows <clears throat> so it's just sort of like the best way i can think about it and i'm sorry there's like traffic i've tried to minimize it as best i can but i can't really shut it out and i don't have better equipment so just deal with it if you can if you want to i can try to see if editing will fix it but i don't think so <laughs> um basically just the best way i can like sort of the the best analogy i could probably give is maybe working on a final assessment right that you wanted like the a mark in but you know you 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 struggled to find that perfect topic and perfect topic sentence and you know er every paragraph like you know structure would not be written because you haven't started that introduction because in your mind you're like every paragraph every word here on this page has to get that top a mark and or you know like perhaps maybe you were trying to be more healthy and say you went you wanted to go to gym for three thirty 30 days straight you know and then you failed once and then you gave up and that was the end of that um i have done both of these things so this is why i'm saying most of these will just come out of my experience and i have personally struggled with that sort of resentment self-loathing and self-hate that you tend to feel after when you don't actually get to do what you want you know well, sorry when you don't finish something to your high standard and it's just that every time one of these things like didn't go the way i wanted more often than not like i just think tend to just give up right it would be for me like i would uh, want to i end up like procrastinating or maybe doing my assessment last minute because i couldn't until like day 29 think of my perfect thesis my perfect topic sentence my perfect essay so i did my next best thing was to just do whatever and hand it in and obviously that wasn't going to get the top mark and obviously that led to resentment so if if you feel like you're going through this maybe this podcast might help you maybe it won't i'm hoping you listen anyway um so like just as a perfectionist probably which i, I don't want to label myself a perfect perfectionist because i do believe that in the psychology community it is actually a term that you give to people so no self-diagnosing happening here but i just want to i do want to like definitely make myself alert that i do have some sort of tendencies to like wanting to be this the best right at everything i do so just as someone who puts that much pressure on myself to complete such a task to this perfect standard um the easiest thing when i didn't get it was to probably go hey okay well i didn't do it to and i didn't you know i, I failed at like step 15 so i'm gonna go back to square one and start again completely again we're gonna start all the way over and most of the times when i put this thing off i tend to not start for another six months then in that next six months I will be like, why didn't I do it? That will lead to more resentment. So it just becomes like a really toxic cycle, right? Um, in most cases, that like it's not just me. I think but, like a lot of people have actually gone through this, where you know, like 
in most of these cases, when we put off something, we tend to not even do it later on. You know, we we are like, yeah, I'll just do it later, or I'll do it when this time in my life is right. And it's just there's never a right time. There's never a right. You know, you never can accomplish it because you're just stuck in that toxic cycle of wanting to not something not meeting your standard. Start wanting to start again. And then putting it off and waiting for the perfect time, which is never going to come. So creating such unrealistic goals. I mean, that's another topic on its own, but just like not being able to reach it to such a high standard. I know, at least for me, made me feel like such a loser, made me feel like such a failure for not (laughs) achieving my goals. Right. So then why are we like such perfectionists? right um probably the only thing i can like really again this might go back to self-diagnosing i don't want anyone to do that but the only thing i sort of can think about in my own context is as a child just um being sort of not compared because you know i don't want to put my parents in a bad light i know my i love my parents i like you know my parents have never been the type to ever force me and be completely strict with me on my education they were the type to actually just say yeah you gotta see but you can try again and do better you can do better and there's like nothing to worry about um so they're good people and I I love my dad for being such a big motivation in my life but just when I was young even uh, by the community that I grew up in always there was just this like constant sort of comparison of my me to this auntie's child or that auntie's child or that person's daughter or that per grand person's grandma's freaking grandson's cousin's daughter I don't know do you know what I mean like there was always uh, we grew up I know a lot of Asians Asians can relate to this but we grew up in such an unsupportive and so very critical highly critical environment and maybe like I even experienced this like from my teachers as well so it does it does just transcend beyond just my community even being compared as kids by your teachers and your families and then you know your community and these are the people that you grew up trusting obviously when you take that sort of criticism on as a child you believe it because these are the people you're meant to trust right so then that as a child like experiencing that as a kid you tend to just go you know the next time you see samantha getting like a gold medal in basketball you're like oh man why can't i be as that like good and athletic as samantha and that seed isn't original because as children would children like i feel like don't have original thoughts (laughs) so I feel like it was planted like these seeds are just planted in our heads right and it grows into it grows with us when we're becoming adults into becoming like this sort of overbearing like looming um what's that called like cloud of needing to be needing to make your family proud needing to be the perfect child the perfect person the perfect adult the perfect whatever so we as children we become scared of making mistakes and then when we grow up we tend to become enemies of ourselves because we believe that all of the achievements that we have 
all of the traits that we have even stuff that we cannot have control over like what you look like what you sort of you know what your physical features are stuff that that we can't control those are the things that define us and those are the things that make us worthy and i feel like obviously this is this goes beyond just me this is probably something that everyone deals with as human beings we're highly critical people but another realization that i had in my 19 years of living was that um this like idea of perfectionism and it started when i was a kid right if me and my friend were both studying like had a maths test and that person my friend got like 98 where i got like a 70 60 50 40 whatever um i would always like my first step would be to go that person just got lucky that person's lucky so we also tend to discredit like other people's hard work and stuff yeah to a certain extent luck plays a factor and you know like biologically we have things that we cannot we can't control but we can't just pay off other people's like you know hard work as luck and then believe that will lead to just us believing that because we are not lucky enough we won't get to have the same opportunities and then it goes back to self-loathing then it goes back to that cycle of hating yourself not thinking that you're good enough procrastinating and then you know just trying it's a perfection it's, it's a toxic cycle um i just feel like there is nothing wrong to want to be better for yourself and this but the wanting to be better for yourself and then becoming a perfectionist there is a very big distinction author Brene Brene Brown I think I just stuffed her name but Brene Brown it's hard to say um she has a book called Daring Greatly and in that she kind of distinguishes the difference in healthy achievement and growth versus what perfectionism can be and she claims that quote perfectionism is not the same thing as striving for excellence perfectionism is not about healthy achievement and growth perfectionism is a defensive move it is a it is the belief that if we do things perfectly and look perfect we can minimize or avoid the pain of blame judgment and shame unquote shame that's the biggest that's the biggest probably takeaway personally for me and i think she pretty much sums it up but basically to clarify what she's saying um striving for success in a healthy manner is completely different to like it has a completely different set of motivations than to be a perfectionist because being a perfectionist is a way for us to defend ourselves so that we don't let anyone down okay the main goal like it obviously can be the same but when we sell when we're setting goals in like a really healthy way it's because we recognize what we want right not what others want from us healthy is realistic it's rationable it's rational it's rational it's measurable and you know people who like have healthy goals they will fail yeah they will fail and then they will try again and that's where the difference lies i believe um you know perfectionism is based on like society's expectations of what we should be and it is really irrational and like you know you can't get 100% on a ch- in every exam that you have you can't you can't do it um yeah so um i think i've got like this other sort of difference like 
kind of explanation of how the per- the typical perfectionist will work. Um, Dr. Suyin Yap, the author at Headstuff, um, she claims that there are, quote, different dimensions of perfectionism, unquote, and that what we dis- that researchers who are able to distinguish what we socially deem perfectionism and what we really are really think is healthy is quote self-oriented perfectionism i feel like i really stuffed that up i don't know what i just said there but basically actually no i do <laughs> i do basically although there's never a clear cut relationship between behavior action and then its underlying issues there are some factors that can help us distinguish what a self-oriented perfectionist is and what a socially depicted perfectionist is. Self-oriented perfectionist is it, it correlates with people who are dealing with depression, anxiety, eating disorders, and then other mental health issues, right? So as a result of that, one of the traits that they have pick up is just putting that much pressure on themselves to reach a higher goal and when they don't it just contributes to their depressionism the depression is it contributes to the depression it contributes to their anxiety um whereas a socially prescribed pers- perfectionist um that is created from like a pressurizing social context right like their value their like val- evaluation of their self-worth is based on what other people will think about them, not what they think about them. And in order for them to just be happy and be satisfied and be to be perfect in their own eyes, it means that means getting approval from everybody in their society, everybody around them, their friends, their family, their you know, real, like distant cousins, who knows, right? Um yeah. So I feel like w- what's probably the next question would probably be then like if you have if you do feel like some of these things you relate to what would be the next step how can you help yourself if you can afford it therapy and counseling um i know that not everybody can afford it but i feel like everybody should have access to therapy and counseling because everybody needs to vent everybody needs to talk about what they feel um, but if not, there are some steps you can take in dealing with this form of self-loathing. Um, I think the first step is to recognize that you might have perfectionist tendencies or you might have this sort of crippling need to put that much pressure on yourself. Um, so I think recovery begins with recognition. And then once you realize that you are holding yourself up to such high standards right um and then possibly try to get down to the root cause of it you know there's there's always some things like you know the root cause like i said before getting constantly compared to other people that healing that inner child that's been damaged or healing that you know the fact that healing yourself and your mental health I think that is the the first big like first sort of first first or second step to like the ultimate self love and more than self love, self acceptation. Just accepting yourself, I guess. Just you know, being able to love yourself for who you are and not hating yourself because you didn't get one thing right in life. Yeah, so from then on, 
so once you've recognized it, once you've recognized that you have some sort of issue, you have this sort of tendency, let's try to identify what would trigger you, right? What would lead you down to that spiral of self-unsatisfaction and that, that critique. For example, for me, if I ever catch myself in a moment of insecurity, for like potentially, like mostly from social media, after I browse through my feed, of beautiful women and people who get have their life together and then I compare myself and you know it's worse comparing yourself to like kids man kids who are younger than you and just doing so much more in life that sort of comparison will eventually result in me that night hating myself or something you know just hating myself crying going oh my god why why am I just so bad it's not that easy i'm just sort of trying to cope with it um but yeah just that like it this sort of action this whole browsing on social media and then you know like going through it all by watching people and who are better than me that really hurts at my ability to just love myself now that i know what triggers me to spiral down that sort of like that road of self-hate I could then proceed to figure out how I can solve this issue when I was younger some things that some people would say stayed on my mind like hours after it was said and obviously as a kid I can't I couldn't just get rid of it because I didn't know I didn't know what it was right so you know like you realize that someone something somebody says it breaks your boundaries but you don't realize as a child so that that thought sort of lingers that comparison of you know you being like the maybe the um dumbest in your friend group will then allow you like a week later to it would lead to you kind of hating the person you're being compared to it leads to you being sort of distant from that person or you know even if if that person was a good friend to you it will lead to this like self self unsatisfaction even as kids right so i think it's easy to like now to understand what has triggered me when i was a kid what triggers me now because now i know we're more aware of mental health issues we're more aware of like you know issues in society and then like you know flaws and stuff like that and how fake life like how fake the lives of other people can be right but yeah like so we have to just basically understand that this some things trigger us and then once we like you know once we've gone through this phase of like understanding what triggers us then we can really get down to like wanting to help ourselves um so like i said if you can afford therapy definitely reach out speak to someone i'm sure if you're if you go to a school there's free counseling although you can't really always trust them because no they might talk to your dad or mom or whatever but just like some of the things that you can like probably do to help yourself and this is some things that i have tried and some things that have worked for me and some things that i haven't tried but i've asked around to some people some of my friends see what works for them and so i'm bringing it all to you so that you can help yourself 
ultimately we can both be on this sort of journey together to into loving ourselves and accepting ourselves um so like i said already first step recognizing the pattern recognizing when you get triggered when you get into that go into that like road of self-hate then second of all understanding what triggers you something that i personally did is that every time i got triggered uh, i would just open like a notes app or something on my phone um and then just write down my triggers so if like on a wednesday i got triggered by um failing my maths test and comparing myself to this person who got a better mark than me right i would write it down and that would be like and then i'd have like this list sort of that i could go back to at the end of like two weeks at the end of a month and i can try to sort of work through them it's it's a it's a it's a lot of working on yourself alone and but for, it's for you you have to do that because otherwise like if you don't want to get if you don't want to help yourself you can't expect anyone else to help you ever you can't expect except expect you can't expect to ever get better because if you don't even if you just want to stay in a cycle you will stay in that cycle and no one nothing no anyone can say will change your mind so yeah that would be something you could potentially do you don't have to do that there's other ways um yeah another thing that i haven't tried but my friends have tried is expressing gratitude and this might sound like super cliche something that i have like literally seen on the kardashians i think but it's it's a therapy technique and it does work is basically expressing gratitude for your expressing gratitude for the positives but for the positive energies in your life so you can try to say something like or even write down get a journal write down i'm something like maybe i might not be perfect but i love this this and this about myself because it's because of this this and this so like the word because is really important there because when we force ourselves to provide like a reason for why we love something then that thing to us will become more meaningful it will for example if i say i love my um like hip dips and, and because i feel like they provide me with more curves and my body with a little bit more personality and then i have a reason for loving that thing and it's not just as black and white as oh i love my body okay that's a blanket statement that's a that's, no, there's nothing more there's no more substance to that but yeah when we when we provide a reasoning for why we love something then it becomes it comes from the heart it's more meaningful to us another thing is uh, like setting realistic goals and i think something that i have picked up from engineering is the smart technique which you you can definitely dumb it down like heaps but basically the main part of the smart technique is that you have a specific goal and um, it, that you can complete in a measurable amount of time that's reasonable and reliable and you know you can do it so like probably search it up if you want to cuz i'm not exactly sure of all the like abbreviations but i'm pretty sure it's specific measurable I don't know what A is. I really don't. But yeah, basically just have a really specific small goal, not a large goal. Something specific means like I'm going to eat two two or three meals that I eat today will be healthy meals. And then, you know, the measurable time is like today. 
that's a measurable time because it's not that you eat a healthy meal every day for the rest of the month because it's not reasonable because life will get in the way and then you'll feel really bad when you can't complete it but it's that you can do this once in a day you can try and then it's not all the meals it's two of the three meals and then slowly like that the better you get at that the better you the more like of a measurable time like the larger you can have a measurable time for you know you can try maybe doing that for like two or three days and then you can try to do that for a week but yeah just healthy goals healthy reasonable goals it will help you um like basically get rid of that first like one of the like aspects of perfectionism it will help you get rid of being the completely irrational human being you know you will become more rational and then when you complete this thing it will lead to eventually you being prouder of yourself you you feel more pride because you know you've achieved something and you will feel less incompetent and that will lead to more self-love and less self-loathing and it's a positive cycle it's a it's a positive energy right um the next thing i think is this one's sort of really difficult at least for me i don't know about you, you guys probably are better than me but this one's really difficult um but it could be a little bit harsh too actually but it's just i feel like as more as important as the other things that i've mentioned um it's that we need to learn how to take criticism in a healthy way the first step to doing that that i i've i've tried is that when when someone tells me when someone critiques me let's just say this person said oh you're um fuck, i don't know you're uh cover of this song isn't as good as this person's cover or it wasn't really like it was too pitchy it was like too high pitched i didn't like it sure right the next step is obviously when someone tells on me i get like a rush of anger and it i'm defensive because i'm like what do you know about singing you're never sang in your life probably you probably sound like a broken record but then it's it's just sort of that like the first step is just sort of letting myself ride that rea- like ride that reaction and this is something i struggle to do every day i will st- I've still struggled i've still not mastered this but i know what i should be doing and it's just letting myself ride that reaction ride that anger if i am sad let letting myself cry and then not defending myself straight away and then once we've cried once we've let it all out once we've dealt when once we've felt let ourselves feel the emotion that we have we then take this feedback and then we need to habituate the act of understanding that person's motivation for saying it so if that person themselves are actually a professional um in the music industry then it could be more often than not that person is trying to help you if that person isn't is also maybe like a singer or you know like things they know more than more about music than you do or they might or you know if this person's saying this to make you to to hurt you then you have to understand that's an that's that's their motivation you're allowed to be angry but why will you give them give them a satisfaction of a reaction just like i'm i don't mean not defending yourself defending yourself is definitely important setting boundaries so next time maybe instead of giving that person a really you know completely blown like big sort of reaction you can calmly tell them um 
hey, you can't say that to me because I feel like why you're the reason you're saying that to me is completely negative and I don't need that in my life. And if you want to continue being friends, if you want this relationship to continue, you have to respect that I don't appreciate feedback that is not helpful or that is not based on something rational. And that way, like you will go into this habit of correcting your train of thought it will go you will go into this habit of utilizing your emotions letting yourself feel and then you know taking on this criticism and basically applying it to your life and making your to like just to better yourself because that's what it's all about bettering yourself um other than that i don't really have any more um sort of advice i guess like ways to get over not even get over just ways to deal with perfectionist tendencies way to deal with like being a perfectionist but like some non i mean some generic things you probably heard or like but they're not discountable like i feel like they're pretty important is just you know trying less trying not to procrastinate break down your task into smaller chunks like that so you don't procrastinate and then you feel like the sense of achievement leading to self-love and or you know cutting out what negatively influences you or you know triggers you um or setting boundaries and then you know removing that isolating yourself from that and moving on to healthier things will lead to self-love and then like probably the last thing is just to lower the expectations lower the pressure you have you put on yourself because that's helping no one you're good you're getting nowhere doing that that's not going to make you better what's going to make you better is practice hard work love appreciation and self-acceptance so anyways um that's probably the end of my podcast today i don't really other than that i don't really have much to say about this topic you know i feel like i've said all that i need to say or whoever you know is listening to this i hope it helps you i hope you are happy where you are and i hope that you can love yourself and better yourself and yeah thank you for listening